Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Tuesday and enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I made a post on Twitter about Memorial Day and how uh, it's kind of a rough day for me because I was in the service. I did serve in Operation Iraqi Freedom, but uh, I believe that the only way to honor our troops and our fallen is to stop uh, sending more of our sons and daughters and brothers and sisters to war to die for special interests. Uh, and it pissed some people off. And some people got mad at me that I was like a Navy guy. And, you know, because my war service wasn't like actual, you know, uh, heavy duty gunfire or something. I don't know. But, anyways, uh, I, I hope that everyone goes forward understanding that the most important thing uh, to memorialize dead soldiers is to stop the damn wars. Um, but, anyways, we have a great show for you today. Let's start off with some sponsors. As per the usual, we have Lorenzotti.coffee for all your delicious Italian coffee needs delivered directly to your door. Bring the taste of Italy home. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Guys, this is great coffee. Definitely order it. My mom loves it. And, and if mama loves it, you know you're going to love it too. Uh, of course, toplobsta.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my friend, my partner, uh, one of the coolest men that I have ever met in this movement. Uh, he does some of the greatest graphics I've ever seen. He does all of our uh, thumbnails for the show. He does all kinds of great artwork for shirts. Uh, you can get this awesome Joe Biden wear the mask uh, shirt that I'm wearing today. And also this great custom Break the cycle pillow from the couch of Couch Dreams. You guys can now bring a piece of the set home with you. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. You will not be disappointed, I promise you. And AnthemPlanning.com, executive producers of the show. Uh, use them for all of your emergency and crisis planning needs. Wonderful people. I love them to death. Please check out Anthem uh, AnthemPlanning.com and see if there's anything they can do to help out your business or you and your personal life. Now, today... We have a good friend of mine, actually, on the show. Uh, he's the host of a show called Burning Boots, which I uh, uh, reluctantly went on eventually <laughs> after after uh, m a couple of months of being badgered by several different people. Uh, but I had listened to a couple of episodes like, ooh, I'm running for chairman of the Libertarian Party. I might, might want to stand off. But I ended up doing it. I was happy I did it. Um, I had hung out with uh, our, our guest in Florida prior to that and didn't even realize it was the same person uh, until I went on the show. He's also the host of a new show called Friendship Simulator and I believe drive the, Driving the Bus or something. I'll let him tell you. His name is Davey Parrish. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, man. What's up? How you been, man? Yeah, pretty good, man. I'm going to see if I can uh, get that uh, that pillow that's right there on your couch. Dude, it's a cool pillow, man. Look at this. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Look at that thing, dude. Oh, I put it right next to you. It's, it's, <laughs> it's got like the cool, like the really cool uh, BTC logo. Because for you guys that don't know, uh, Break the Cycle, the name of my show, is BTC uh, as in Bitcoin. That's that was like the whole point behind me using that that as my show, but also it was my my <laughs> lo, my my logo, my slogan for uh, my national chair campaign in 2018 and 2020. Um, and so uh, it's cool that we kind of have that Bitcoin symbol for a lot of the merch and and Top Lops is just out there killing it, man. But hey, man, how's how's the show's going? It's going pretty damn good. Uh, but yeah, we uh, you dead named our show, and uh, that's pretty lame, dude. Um, I, de I dead named is, your show. It is June, bro. So don't dead name my show. Um, we are the, I don't know if we even have Libertarian in the name anymore, but Friendship Simulator, because uh, Burning Boots died. <laughs> it is, is it done? Is it over? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we don't, we're not Burning Boots anymore. 
Okay. Uh, Kyle left the show, so Derek and I went in a different direction. We actually stole the name of uh, oh, you said I can't say that word. Friends Against Government. Oh, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah, we stole their name and website for a while, and then uh, did a show with them, and now we're Friendship Simulator. They, so so uh, for the people wondering, Fadcast or, or friendship or uh, uh, friends against government. That was a gr- that was one of my favorite podcasts. Um, I had no idea that they had started a new podcast called Timeline Earth. Um, yeah, which is really really cool. But I didn't know that you guys had stole the name from them. Yeah, you should uh, go listen to those or at least our cl- collab episode. What, it was what, pretty fun. What happened there? What do you mean? What happened? What happened with the burning booths, and then you guys becoming? Oh uh, well, we just had a beautiful opportunity uh, fall on our laps and getting the website, and you know we just had to run with it. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, you so, know, can't really go into how we got their website. Well, well so was uh, so, <laughs> so burning boots. So burning boots is dead. Was it? Was it because you guys couldn't handle the boog the boog boy anymore? Is that was? <laughs> yeah, when you call us a boog boy podcast, I did. I was like, well, look, you guys had it. You guys totally had a boog boy on the show. Okay, I mean, yeah, it was, it was very supportive of the boog stuff. I was very supportive of the boog stuff. I did my very first like audio podcast on the boog stuff because I, you know, I'm a fan. I think that the more people that stand up to the government and say, Hey, we're peaceful, but we're not going to stay peaceful. If you keep aggressing on us, the better, you know what I mean? Sure. So, um, but I know, I know it's, it's gotta be, it's hard working in the media sphere and holding those views. I mean, ask, uh, Magnus Panvedia, who has been removed from literally everything. He can't even use the guy can't even use his, uh, uh, like like Squarespace or like his drop shipping companies anymore because of his Boog affiliations. So I mean, dude, it, it wasn't the Boog stuff because I mean we we have no problem with uh you know what is that racy content? I mean our entire show's the most offensive Liberty podcast on the net. I I would bet a lot of money. Yeah, and honestly, I would bet I would almost bet Dave Smith that we might be more offensive than Legion of Skanks. So. Yeah, you guys were definitely up there. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I'm telling you, I I listen. So when when you guys were gonna try and have me on when you were your your dead name uh, show, yeah, uh, I was like I went and listened to the first episode and I was like, oof. And I, and I think <laughs> I probably hold some kind of record for when I was on the show for saying oof. Yeah, we have yeah. a compilation <laughs> of, of just me just saying oof, oof. Yeah, oof. yeah. It was rough, dude. It was. Rough. We'll post it on our main feed. Just the compilation of you on oof. Yeah, oh, I, want, God. I want to hear that. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's great, man. I was well, yeah. I was running for chair at the time, and I'm like, "Whoa, this is not going to be good. This is going to be rough. This is going to be rough. <laughs> somebody's going to somebody's going to get really mad at me." Um, but anyway, so but for anyone that does want to listen to it, just understand it's all in good fun. If you don't like it, just turn it off, dude. Just chill. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, we gotta we gotta understand that uh, you know, Davy is uh, first of all, Davy's a Florida man. Right, and uh, I've been featured on the uh, Flan page more than once, uh, along with you, Josh. Uh, well, actually, my first time being featured on that page was with you. So yeah, that was the Florida Florida Libertarians <laughs> against uh, Nazis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I do find uh, as somebody with um, Israeli heritage from my dad's side and um, all kinds of a crazy mixture from my mom's side, I do always find it funny when people call me a Nazi. Uh, it does. It does really. It does really make me kind of giggle a little you know what i mean i'm like okay all right that's i cute. mean we we also got featured with our you know our brown egyptian chair 
Right. So who who is also the the leader of the Nazis. Yeah, he's the he's the Egyptian (laughs) Nazi leader, man. Yeah. Stephen Nicola, for those of you who don't know, is the chair of the Florida State Party. He's also on the LNC with me and one of my best friends in the entire movement. Um, And he's been called a Nazi on more than one occasion. Very, very, very brown uh, Egyptian man. I think he's uh, and he, he had a message for you, actually. Oh, did he? Um, he said, uh, tell Josh he's a hoser for making him wait until July 12th to go on the podcast. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So I was going to do. So that's hilarious. I was going to do. A, uh, I was going to do like a special episode for my patrons uh, with 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 Nikayla just talking about inside baseball of the Libertarian uh, Party because we both sit okay. on the National Committee. We travel all over the country, me and that guy together, like all over. I mean, just all the Austin, Texas and and uh, Washington, D.C. and all this shit. Just all I, any Anytime we show up to a, a a libertarian event, it's me and me and and Stephen are hanging out. He's a good friend of mine, even though he's like I think thirteen and a half years old or something. I know he's like super <laughs> super young or something, right? I think he's I think he's like twenty five now or something. But right, right. He like started on the LNC when he was like eighteen or some shit. Um, but he's like a really cool guy. But yeah, he's he's always been dubbed like a Nazi because he's like an anarcho capitalist, I guess. And we're all just Nazis for not wanting the government to interfere in our lives, right? Of course, that, makes sense to me. That's really what makes you Nazi. But you're like you're like in the redneck R- Riviera part of part of Florida. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, part of Florida is you know not the Florida everyone thinks of. It's the uh, cow pastures and rednecks. And yeah, you're you like know. Lower Alabama, basically. Well, yeah, all right, man. S- Southern Georgia, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> fair, I'm fair. in the correct time zone. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're you're kind of what, what part of what 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 county was it again? It's Columbia, right in the uh, middle of the damn. Right. In the middle in the north, yeah. Yeah, so you're not even close to the beach, man. Uh, it's like an hour. Oh yeah, I guess it, you can go hour in either way from Florida. You're going to be at a beach, right? Exactly. <laughs> so you're, <laughs> you're probably closer to the Gulf side, though. I'd imagine. Do what? Oh, the Gulf? Uh, no, dude, it's like it's about the same really? either way. Yeah. Huh. I do. I do appreciate the Gulf. I don't think a lot of people when they think about Florida, they don't they don't realize how amazing the Gulf is in Florida. It's really really cool. The Gulf Rocks. Yeah, but but the coolest thing about Florida is the all the bath salts being readily available everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and meth. Yeah, there's a, the, the part of me, the part of Florida that you live in. I don't think it's it's not really yeah. like that in Southern Florida as much. Yeah, it's probably cocaine there, but yeah, up here, it's yeah, meth. down there it's like it's like a lot of Cubans and cocaine, man. I think. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. that's the thing. Um, but uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about. So, so you ran for tax collector. This is always. Oh been, yeah, I did. This has always been one of the coolest things to me. And you actually did pretty well, too, right? Like, I did. Uh, I got a 17.46%. Right. So, And uh, I ran a absolute radical campaign because I refused to compromise on a damn thing. And uh, all my signs said, we are not government property and taxation is death. Thank you, Dan Berman. But uh, actually, he stood up my website and did all the work on that, too. Uh, he's a rad guy. But, uh, yeah. It was just me and the Republican, but you know how that goes. Yeah, well, you're in a part where uh, the Democrats don't really matter, anyways. No, they barely exist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that it's. I don't think some people don't understand. Like outside of the big cities, like the, there's a lot of places <laughs> where the Democrats just don't exist. But they, yeah. they control all these big cities, and that's how they control the the narrative and the media and all that shit. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. So it's unfortunate, but what, you know, it, so, so for me, it was hard. It, it was hard for me to get really involved in politics because I'm also what the kids would call an anarcho capitalist, but I'm not, I don't use that word really anymore. I just, mm-hmm. I just say like anarchist or libertarian or whatever, because you know, a lot of, uh, the, the worst part about ANCAPs are ANCAPs and there's a lot of, there's a lot of ANCAPs who have just completely ruined the name, uh, for us, but for sure. Um, 
what was it? I mean, what what did you do to like kind of get through the uh, you know your principles? I mean, how did you run a campaign that was solidly? Oh well, see, dude, I don't find being involved in politics to be uh you know contradictory to uh you know anarchism. Um, it's the system that's in place, and I think we should do everything we can to, to disrupt that system. Um, I mean, the worst you're going to do is you're going to be a thorn in their side. I mean, and at best you get you're very unlucky and you win and you have to deal with that shit. So, cause I don't really want to work in government. That sounds like awful. That means you're more qualified than you're uh, anybody you run against pretty much. <laughs> Dude, everyone asked me like running, like, well, what makes you qualified? I'm like, nobody's qualified to run, to work in government. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Man. Right. Well, it's, it's funny. So it's like, it's like uh, the most qualified people are people who don't want the job. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> because the thing about politics is like, is like the, the politics attracts like the worst of the worst because it's it's a huge paycheck. Like say, say you get into Congress, right? We're talking one hundred and seventy four thousand dollars a year to to go to legislative session occasionally. You know what I mean? Dude, like, all right, so check it. You want to know how much tax collector makes in my county? How much? One hundred forty four thousand. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. We, yeah. we need all the we need all the like state and local governments to get paid like the New Hampshire legislators. I don't know if you know anything about these guys, but they they make mm. like like. Thirteen thousand dollars for their entire term, like two, like two years, <laughs> right? Because, because we, you know, when I first really started working with the party, we had uh, Brandon Finney and uh, Caleb Dwyer and Joseph Stalkop in um, in New Hampshire, who were had won their races for state legislator as uh, as two as Republicans and Stalkop as a Democrat, and they all three of them after they won, they flipped to Libertarian, right? Which, you know. As a libertarian, I'm like, man, I really want libertarians to win state legislative seats, but that's cool too. You know what I mean? Um, but I was talking. My I, question I, is, what kind of compromise positions do they have at that point? Right, right, right. And we and we have one now. We have one state legislative seats. I, I mean, for the first time since the 70s or something, we, in uh, mm. in Wyoming, we have two now. Um, and oh, that's, cool. And that's thanks to that's thanks to. Are the, they partisan or not? Yeah, they're libertarian. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's, it's the first time since like the '70s that we've actually started winning state legislatures. But we had a program called uh, um, the the Frontier Program, which Apollo Pezel, who's the candidate support guy for the whole national party, is amazing. Uh, put together and brought he brought a whole crew there. They they did what we should be doing and uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> targeting races that we have the opportunity to win. Um, so. So it's pretty cool, but yeah, I just I, I I watched your campaign, man. I was like, yeah, this is this is the kind of campaign I would like to see more libertarian. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the kind of campaign I want to see people run because, uh, man, I'll be honest with you, I don't really give a shit about winning elections so much as I want to spread the message. Right. And uh, I just, I mean, they beat uh, statism down our throat every fucking day. So why don't we beat some, you know, liberty down their throat once in a while? I mean, you, you can say it's you know aggressive. Dude, they're they're fighting first. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I uh, I got I got I got kicked off Twitter uh not too long ago for <laughs> for <laughs> for saying that uh that uh we should bring back tar and feathering for politicians and and making uh, politicians birds again. <laughs> and, and Twitter Twitter banned me for for uh the seventy two hours or something like that. I'm like, what are you fucking? Are you kidding me? Like it's it's not violent. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, actually, that was one of my uh, taglines I said in the uh, couple of interviews I had. And uh, it, it never got published in the paper or anything because they didn't like it or whatever. But that's cool. Was uh, I'll be the only the tax collector, let alone politician, that you want to uh, that you won't want to tar and feather. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, <laughs> and you were you were essentially um, 
you were essentially running on a platform of of um, nullifying. I'm not going to do my job. Yeah, nullifying yeah. the entire position. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, so the thing is, like, tax collector has like no real authority. That's all not, you know, that's the county commissioner's job. Sure. But uh, you could just not cash people's checks, not uh, go after people for not paying their uh, um, property taxes and things like that. And uh, I'm like, hey, here's an incentive to never get rid of the guy who hates taxes, never come after your property. So if you don't pay, that's on you. So, or, you know, I'm never coming after you for it because they're the ones, the tax collector who puts uh, liens on. And, uh, but, you know, of course, things that you're going to get screwed over for like driver's license, things like, of course, you'd keep that stuff running because you don't want to screw your, your uh, citizens over when they're over in another county. Right, right. Yeah. That's kind of counterintuitive. This what we should be doing as libertarians, running on a platform of nullifying whatever it is that your job is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. I mean, I, I've only seen a few other candidates actually run like that. You, Dan Berman, of course, Adam Kokesh, yeah. uh, who, yeah. who I'll have on the show on Friday. It's, it's going to be interesting. And then uh, uh, who, uh, yeah. somebody who I've had on the show already, Patrick Smith, who was ran for not governor of, of Texas, which I, I had never heard of him. And I showed up to the Texas <laughs> convention and he gave this speech and quoted Lysander Spooner. I'm like, yes. Please, this Rad. guy. <laughs> yeah. He's basically Rad. like, I'm going to become governor and then do nothing. I'm going to abolish the position. And I'm like, yes, I love that. <laughs> this is wonderful. Uh, thanks for the the super chat. Top Lobster says, politicians should be paid $75 an hour. <laughs> Oof. That was a nice nice shot across the bow at Mr. Nick Sarwark. Eat a dick. But... uh. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, that's true. I uh, so it, there was a uh, for people that aren't aware, uh, we as an LNC basically had to shut down a motion made by our former chair Nicholas Sarwark to pay himself seventy five dollars an hour to be the interim. What the fuck? I don't even remember what the position was. Uh, yeah, like some kind of fundraiser, fundraising or director or something. And he's like, "We need one, so I'm going to make a motion that I should do it and get paid seventy five dollars an hour." I'm like, first of all, motherfucker. Like all of us are here for free. You know what I mean? Like we pay, we pay to be on this board. Basically. I mean, we have to pay to travel around and go to these meetings and do all these events. And we're the ones fundraising for the party all the fucking time. And I was like the number one fundraiser and membership recruiter at the time. All right. And, and this asshole sitting there going, Hey, uh, you guys should pay me $75 an hour to do it. I'm like, no motherfucker. How about the people who have been doing it well already? You want you why don't you give us some kind of percentage of what we raise? How about that? You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know they don't want to do that, and and libertarians are really big on the whole like don't don't pay the, these people that like help the party that I'm part of. You know. Uh, you know the funny thing about that is is those people are also the ones who never got off their fucking ass and uh, ever done any of the work. Sure. So because if you've ever done the work, you know how much time and energy it takes out of you. So yeah, we kind of need to pay our guys if we can afford it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, not not Sarwalk, but other guys. Yeah, no, keep him keep him noted at every level, of, <laughs> of, <laughs> every level of uh, libertarian leadership. Just keep him noted. Anytime you see Nick Sarwalk, how Sarwark beautiful name, is that? Really? Oh, <laughs> I was just talking about this. I so um, somebody on Twitter, uh, who was it? Was it Reed Cover? I think it was Reed Coverdale posted on Twitter. He's like, he's like, man, when did all these state uh, affiliate Twitter pages start getting so fucking based. You know what I mean? When the Mises caucus started winning. Yeah, when the Mises caucus started winning all these states. And I and I just I just simply posted on there, I feel like a proud parent. I mean, I'm obviously a proud parent. I have seven seventy five thousand children in my home right now, but um I feel like a proud, proud parent because four four years ago I set out on that mission 
to change mm-hmm. the fucking party. And uh, there was nobody. I mean, there was every single state I went to besides like Florida and like a couple others. There was like one Mises caucus member at every state convention. You know, sad, I mean? dude. it was sad. And we were like, see, I didn't think about it because like, I think the first convention I went to, we had a Mises caucus meeting and I think we had like nine, 10 people in the room. It was just someone's hotel room. I was there. And I was there. Yeah, you were there. That yeah, that's t- right. In Tampa. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's I've been to the last what four? <laughs> I think I've been to the last four <laughs> Florida state conventions. Every Florida convention, somebody from Florida is like, "Hey, man, we're, uh, we need you to come out to Florida to state convention." And they always put me on something cool. I mean, I got to host. I got to host a panel at the Tampa at that Tampa convention that yeah. had Doctor Walter Block, Doctor Tom Woods, and Jeff Diced on it. Oh, nice! I was the host of the panel. I'm like, you got to be kidding me! You really, this, you guys realize I'm not smart at all right? <laughs> dude and they dude uh last year they had me be the uh guy who uh, uh organized and ran the debate oh, i remember for the that candidates i'm like what the fuck dude yeah i'm like i'm kind of retarded yeah, yeah i gotta <laughs> be honest with you i'm a little retarded I, i'm gonna be i'm just gonna be honest with you here uh and and well, which was funny because I, I remember that debate i what did i even what did i do at that convention i spoke at that convention and did something you did you Flew in and you flew the fuck out. Yeah, it was quick. I remember I was in because you had to go to another. You had to go to like two other conventions in that weekend. Yeah, but I was there for the I was there for the presidential debate, and that was what a shit oh, okay. show. What a <laughs> shit show. What when uh, me and Mark Whitney were arguing? The Mark Whitney thing was the bad. I don't know if anybody remembers Mark Whitney, uh, but Mark Whitney was so. This was a stand up. A guy who was a stand up comedian had done a bunch of time in federal prison for yeah some scam with ben and jerry's ice cream or some shit <laughs> and, and uh and he decided he was gonna run and he was super personable he was a really nice guy i had i had seen him at a bunch of conventions and hung out with him and he was a lot of fun and he was funny he was like overly funny all the time and then he like broke down man and like yeah lost it dude he chose the wrong battle at the wrong time yeah he well he decided that that jacob hornberger was the leader so he needed to go after jacob hornberger and it was like Dude, that's the wrong person to go after. Well, here's the thing, dude. He was right, and he kind of succeeded from a uh, prag... Damn, I can't say that word. Pragmatist. (laughs) We have a word on my show about the prags, okay? So, uh, anyways. So, he won from the prag standpoint because they got Hornberger knocked out pretty much because he... He buried himself, really. Yeah, I think the Hornberger thing was him going after Jacob, or uh, after going after Amash as hard as he did. That really hurt Jacob, unfortunately. And then, uh, and then when Amash did decided decline to run, him going after Joe wasn't good because that was like the Prague's darling. Right. I think, I think prior to those attacks, he still had it in the bag for sure. The weird thing is, you can't actually go negative in the uh, Libertarian Party unless you're going negative against someone who is absolutely hated. Right. Right, and that's, but if there's someone who's kind of neutral on, you can't go negative on them. Yeah, well, and it was, it was funny because four years ago, if I went negative on Nick Sarwark, I lo- I lose everything. Yeah, and now <laughs> I, I so that's what I was saying. Now, four years ago, I set out on this mission, and now everybody goes negative on Nick Sarwark. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, because he's done it to himself, really. Yeah. It was a big, you know, it was kind of. I liked helping to 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 push back the curtain and show people what was going on. I think I had a lot to do with that. <laughs> I think my traveling around the country had a lot to do with that. Um, but anyways, man, so so I, I've hung out with you. We've had drinks and stuff, and we went out to that that bar. I think that was in Tampa when we all went out to yeah. that bar. Um, Which bar? We went bar hopping. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like college graduation <laughs> weekend or something, man. It was a fun weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. But I, I, did, I think that was that was prior to me going on the show with you guys. 
Yeah, it was. So I didn't realize. We didn't even start our show yet. Okay, yeah. I didn't realize you guys were the same guys until yeah. like right before I was getting ready to come on the show. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I've hung out with these guys. Awesome, man. This is great. Um, but uh, so so meeting you, one of the things, I, I, I got to be honest, one of the first things to pop in my head about you is not going to be like, this guy is a militant advocate of, of, of peaceful parenting. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna be. That's just a, that is in, that is in my Twitter bio. Yeah, you know. I know, I know. But you're like, you know, you're like a you're like a Southern dude, and and you're you know you, you kind of got that scowl on your face. I'm like, yeah, this guy <laughs> this guy tells kids to go pick the switch, right? But no, you're like yeah. a, you're like a, a militant advocate of pro, of of peaceful parenting. I am as well. It's a new thing for me, something that I'm learning. Um, mm -hmm. but what what it's what, fucking hard. It is hard, man. Especially because if, if you have let's be honest, in the house, dude, you want to strangle the little motherfuckers every once in a while. <laughs> But you don't. It's true, dude. It's true. Well, and and you know, I have seven, seven, mm. uh, two. Or, God two, damn, dude! I have or, one. Yeah, two, two are infants. Um, so it's those are you know they're easy. The infants cry uh, sometimes, but as long as they don't, uh, you pop a booby in their mouth, they're okay. You know what I mean? It's kind of how yeah. it works. So that's okay. Um, but then I have four school aged and one that's three. Right. Okay. In the house, and uh, it's it's it is hard sometimes, man. It's it's a learning process for me. If you know my, if you've been following my story, I went from, I went from not having any children in my house to having seven kids in my house in a year. Um, so <laughs> yeah, uh, it's all a big learning curve for me. But what was it? What was it that kind of uh, pushed you towards that position? You know that 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 peaceful parenting position. Um, man, I really hate to uh, say the guy's name, but I mean he did convinced me to try peaceful parenting was uh Molyneux and uh yeah <laughs> I mean hey he's right on a couple things right but uh he used to be really right and his peaceful parenting stances are absolutely 100 percent on 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 par I mean they're great yeah and it, it's I don't know man it's just uh they're little humans and they're just discovering the world and uh why are you going to get mad at them for the littlest of things I mean if you're not going to um you know, hit your spouse or your partner or your friend for the things that they are doing. Why would you hit your child? Um, they're just little people and they're just trying to figure out boundaries. And of course, dude, they're going to push those boundaries. And that's kind of their job. They're how to learn how to, you know, navigate the world. And like I tell my son all the time, like we don't get mad. We don't, you know, have any of the, get those issues. We just figure out how to solve a problem because you're getting mad about whatever your problem is. And, you know, like, tonight he wanted to um watch tv instead of shower okay dude there's no tv if we don't shower sure so how can we get to this you know solve the problem you know it's a long issue if you got a toddler and trying to solve that kind of problem but you know it's you can get there and they will reason with you and i've reasoned with him since he was a uh, um i don't know ever ever since he was born really because i mean and he i don't know talks really well now because of you know having big words spat at him all the damn time and sometimes he repeats words that he probably shouldn't but whatever well I mean, <laughs> the host yeah. of burning boots slash friendship simulator simulator right right <laughs> and also drive the bus yeah drive the bus yeah and so let's talk a little bit about drive the bus man so you got an another new podcast you're just becoming the king yeah. of podcasting now Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to do I'm trying to model my life after you and grift my way into uh, liberty. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to grift, I'm, trying shit. To, I'm trying to grift ad revenue into being a stay at home dad. There's a big difference there, buddy. <laughs> Listen, I've got to get I've got to get on that level, too, because I do not I don't want to fucking work. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, sign up for a patron. But uh, anyways, um, 
Oh, drive the bus. Um, we're uh, it's me and Stephen Nikayla, and uh, we're embracing toxic masculinity. And really, because uh, we've just noticed that all the guys, uh, not all the guys, a lot of guys. Sorry about your luck, but in the liberty movement, they're a bunch of betas. They don't know how to handle themselves. Uh, and if you can't handle yourself in just personal life, you fucking not make it into politics, dude, because it's rough. Sure. Um, people are fucking mean, you know. Um, oh, I know. I know more than most. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just how to just handle your shit, get in a better frame of mind, and uh, not, you know, be a bitch. Stop yeah. that. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> there's there's a lot of there's a lot of the b words in the Libertarian Party. It's unfortunate, and 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 I notice it more and more now that you know the Libertarian Party Mises Caucus is kind of taking things over. Yeah. I never really, I never really noticed it before because there wasn't this this fight in the party. So I just kind of shook hands and met people. There are a lot of people who who uh, don't, don't they don't take care of themselves. Let's just put it that way. And and uh, <laughs> and actually, so one of the coolest things that I've heard on my show was when I had Patrick Smith, who does anarchy anarchist and uh, and uh, uh, disenthrall media. So he's really big podcaster, does great shows. Uh, he did all that hosting of really cool shows for Anarcho Poco recently. Oh, okay. Um, he he said something that it will stay with me forever, man, for absolutely forever. I said, you know, as as an anarchist who is he's super anti politics, right? But he'll he'll support candidates if they're running the, a campaign like he did for not governor. Like your campaign, he would have supported. There's no doubt about it. As long as you're pure oh, and principle, he will support that, right? Um, but I asked him. I said, well, outside of that what do you think is the most important things to do to change, to, to move the Overton window, to change things, uh, you know, culturally and politically and stuff like that. And he said, uh, you know, work on yourself, man. It's the best thing you can do because then the people around you are going to see you thriving and they're going to want to thrive. And then your community starts to thrive and you guys don't need the government to do this shit, right? Like you just start yeah. doing it and it happens and it's amazing. And then you have a community full of honest people who are entrepreneurs and, and, and doing good, good things. Right. And he said, then that's so much more important than the political aspect because you're actually making a difference, you know what I mean? And it all starts with you. And so what you're saying there and what you guys are talking about, are you there? Oh, you froze up yeah. a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, there. I was like, uh-oh, Dave froze. Uh, <laughs> we haven't, we actually haven't had uh, a freeze up yet. I'm really stoked about that. Uh, but, but so uh, what you're saying is, is along the same lines and, and you, you know, you can frame it as funny cause it's a podcast and you have to have a niche and, and you have to talk about, um, you know, toxic ma masculinity, but what you're really saying is improve yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, day. it is improve yourself. And really, I, I guess, you know, cause it's with, uh, um, we're focusing on a lot of on like a relationship, like relationship, sex and stuff like that. But it's, uh, you know, it, it's all comes down to, you have to work on yourself first. Cause otherwise if you don't work on yourself, none of that shit's going to fall in line ever. Right. But sex too. So, yeah. That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, we talk talk about a little fucking, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what that is, man. I don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. We, yeah, you don't our, get that from seven all kids. All of our children are adopted. <laughs> and, well, tr and truth be told, some of them aren't mine, but two of them are biologically mine, which is nice. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Yeah. 
Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over. Uh, shout out to Damn, two out of seven, huh? Yeah. yeah. So the the story as it, the story as it goes is I met my girlfriend while I was traveling around on for the party stuff. Right. Right. Um, and and when I moved to Iowa, she had two small daughters already, three and eight, and then we got pregnant. I know I'm not supposed to say we, but I do. I don't give a shit. Um, Why can't you say we? We sh- I don't know. Somebody, somebody. Is that I, some SJW I said, shit? I said that. Well, I said that on. I said it on Dave Smith's show recently. Like I was on part of the problem, and uh, there was a bunch of like you know hardcore alphas in the in the uh, comments that were like, "Oh, this dude's a beta because he said we got pregnant." I'm like, dude, I I I literally got her pregnant. So damn, there's some. Uh, bitches in there yeah. but uh i mean fuck dude that's my if that's my fucking kid that's my fucking kid yeah yeah we were pregnant motherfucker i had to deal with her for nine months okay you cannot you cannot underestimate that shit either I know, I know. it's hard dude okay it's hard she ate a lot of chocolate you know what i mean um, but she is in the chat right now so baby i love you I, I, you know uh but uh so so she had two and then we got we we uh Got pregnant with Mateo, my my son, who's five months old now. And then uh, in October, I was able to get custody of my daughter. And uh, oh, yeah, she, she had two siblings that needed a place to go and rest their head uh, that aren't ours biologically, but we were able to get uh, guardianship of them. And, yeah. and like I talked about on Dave's show, I you know, one I didn't want to, I didn't want my my daughter to be split up from her siblings. I that would suck. Of course, um, they're because they're her family. If, even if they're, they're not related to you, they're much younger than her too, and they they yeah. look up to her and they depend on her and they always have. And so it was really important to get them. But the, but then also because that's that's my libertarian principles, right? If I mm-hmm. have an opportunity to keep two kids out of the system, you should do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if it's the system or you know you, I and mean, definitely the system sucks. But I mean, hey, you're a better man than I am because I don't think I could do that. It's hard, dude. It was but, a uh, hard thing. And, and, and truth be told, if I didn't have Julia, I wouldn't have been able to do it. It was really cool because I was like, hey, uh, I know we've only been together for like six months, but uh, I have the opportunity. <laughs> I have the opportunity to go down and pick up my daughter in Arkansas. Dude, for real, that fast? Yeah. And she was like, and all she, right. And she was like, when do we leave, man? You know what I mean? Like right away, she's like, when do we leave? She didn't even miss a beat. And then uh, and then I was like, and also, uh, she has two siblings who can also come stay with us. Great. When do we leave? It was like, it, she didn't skip a beat. So it was, it was really cool. And then, uh, and then, so we had Mateo, uh, we had Mateo December 31st, New Year's Eve. My son was born. And then my daughter, who was pregnant when we went to pick them up, uh, had her, my first granddaughter in March. So we, I went from none in the house to seven. <laughs> Wait, how old is your oldest child? Sixteen. Uh, okay. Yeah, she had a she gotcha. had a baby very young, so uh, we gotcha. We, we weren't gotcha. aware of the pregnancy until we were on our way down there. So, um, but right on. Wonderful. She's a wonderful mama. She got she got a beautiful baby, and uh, I'm I'm very happy to have them both here. You know, so right on. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, let's talk Florida, dude. 
I love talking Florida. I had okay. Tho, I had Tho Bishop on recently, who is I don't know if you know Tho. Oh, I don't know him at all. I know I had a little exchange with him on Twitter just because I thought it'd be kind of funny, but I got bored of it kind of. Fa- I get bored with Twitter so fucking fast. Yeah. But uh, he's apparently going to come down to our convention in a couple weeks. Yeah, he's not far so. from you. I don't think he's definitely in the Redneck R- Riviera somewhere. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping he does because I'm bringing all my recording shit down there. So yeah, to have a talk with Tho. Tho you know, Tho and I disagree pretty heavily on on uh like the the way we should move oh the liberty movement in general right he doesn't believe that the liberty movement should be a coalesced thing um and i believe that all liberty movement people should cut ties right now and go to libertarian party make the libertarian party a fighting force against the two old parties i think we have the numbers we just need to do it so so doesn't i'm kind of curious there yeah. All right, so you want everyone that's involved in the liberty movement to put all their energy into the Libertarian Party. Of course. Curious. Do you see that uh, the next few years is kind of a uh, kind of what is that uh, the word? I guess uh, it's make or break kind of time for the Libertarian Party. If uh, I th- I th- Mises Caucus kind of either wins sure. and is successful or not. Yeah. So, you know, prior to the last maybe year and a half i was getting extremely blackpilled on the libertarian party okay i was i was getting very blackpilled i like to call myself gray pilled right like i'm skeptical of that i'm skeptical of the results but i'm i'm absolutely hoping for the best you know what i mean um see i guess i'm kind of in the same boat i I have hope for it but i mean not so much i'm gonna be let down if it doesn't happen but uh, because like at this point in time, I feel like the Libertarian Party at large is mainly just uh, it's cool to go hang out with my friends and the guys that I know um, th- that are just cool to hang out with. Otherwise, it's just like a bunch of guys who are willing to argue about a single word or a colon or some shit like sure. that and platform. I'm like, dude, we're not making it anywhere. Why are you bitching about this little shit? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think. You know, the first time I ran for chair of the party, I was it, for me, it was like I was like, uh, I'm not I'm, we're not going to hold meetings the way we've held, held them before. Like we're going to p- crack a beer. Everyone put your feet up on the table. Let's talk about how we can move. <laughs> fucking, let's talk about how we can move this party into relevancy. Right. As opposed to mm. let's sit around and argue about policy manuals and all this shit, which I know is an important part of the party. It really is. It, it, I know it's it's it sounds stupid to say. But there, there is a there is a part of the party that needs that. Like you have to have that structure because otherwise, I enjoy the business meeting portion. I, don't. I like that. Fuck that is one of my autisms. I enjoy business. <laughs> um, it's fun, but uh, I get why people don't. I mean, I'm kind of excited that I don't have to deal with that this year at convention because I no longer hold any offices in the LPF. Sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm kind of excited just to go to hang out with people and whatnot. But, I mean, I do love the business portion. Well, Florida does have some of the coolest libertarians, man. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. I, like I said, I've been, I went to 40 states over the last four years. And I've, and I've been back to Florida three times since the first time I went to your guys' convention in uh, Fort Walton Beach in, like, 2017 or whatever. And uh, it's, oh, yeah. okay. it's just a cool place to be, man. It's Florida. Yeah, that was actually I actually joined the party like about I don't know two months before that, but uh, I my I think my son was like just born around that time, so I'm like ah, I can't make it out there. Sure. But uh, it was pretty neat. Yeah, to like hear everything. I'm like, damn, I wish I could go. 
So, so let's talk about. Okay, we're getting sidetracked here, Davey. Okay, let's talk. I, about, I always get sidetracked. I know you, you do. <laughs> I know you do. I've, I've been on your show and I've listened to your shows. You, you, uh, there. People are like, let's talk about this, and Davey's like, Leroy Jenkins, right? Like, just and, and, uh, dude, our show is it, it is. There's really almost no structure to the point of it's just it's just bros hanging out, it's chilling. Very dude. bipolar for sure. Uh, we never have w- women on the show either. I right. uh, just want to make that clear. We don't have women on the show because. Uh, you know, it's the bros hanging out time. Are you talking? Okay. Are you talking about all your shows or just the the? the yeah, all the my sex, shows. The, sex one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the friendship simulator and uh, driving the bus. Yeah, Did we don't you have. Guys women never on. have a girl on the burning booth either. No. Wow. Yeah, there might be like uh, Kyle's wife in the background when she just like was antagonized into uh, speaking, but you know, other than that, no. This is why there's uh, not enough. There's not more women in the liberty movement. Thanks, bro. We appreciate it. Uh, so, no, so Florida. So I, I, I had a whole thing to talk about here. Okay, with Tho and, okay. and you. Okay, I'm framing sure. this in a in a in a Florida man uh, debate scenario. Okay, Tho thinks that that all libertarians should get on board, support Ron DeSantis. Okay, support uh, you know support the Republicans that are keeping the the country open or the state open because the rest of the <laughs> the rest of the 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 governors suck ass right and and sure and to an extent as far as the policies go I think it's great right like I I mm, kind I of I don't give a shit anymore at this point the DeSantis one, did shut the uh, state down for a month very so briefly yeah right I think uh, only the South. Dakota governor did not lock down at all. So yeah, and mm. Iowa and Iowa was like uh, where I live now in Iowa was basically the same as as Florida. They shut down for about a month. Uh, she had a mass mandate for about two months, and then she flipped okay. completely and has uh, now signed into law uh, a law, an actual law, not a mandate that um, mass mandates are illegal in the state of Iowa, and no business can have a mass mandate at all. That's kind of rad. Yeah. So like, so like, you're not allowed to tell people they have to wear masks. You can't. I mean, you can suggest it, and people can still wear their fucking masks, and people still do. I mean, there's still people sure wearing wear masks. the shit. I don't give a damn. Yeah, and that's what I've always come to too. Is like, I don't give a suffocate. Shit yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wear ten. I don't give a fuck, dude. God damn. Fuck, please. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of natural selection. So <laughs> fuck it. Well, that's I try to explain this to people. Um, like when this first started, I was putting the mask on because we had to. You know, some places I was getting sick. Every fucking time I put the mask on for more than a couple hours, breathing all that fucking bacteria, dude. I was sick. Like I was getting lung infections <laughs> over and over and over yeah. again, dude. And then I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm not gonna put this fucking. Everyone I know is surviving from COVID, and I'm like putting this mask on and not dying. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, hey, fact checkers, have fun with this one. But I'm pretty sure Fauci uh, wrote a paper about how in the uh, plague in 19. 19- 2013 whatever the fuck it was um i'm bad with history by the way but uh whenever they did had that plague uh, spanish flu spanish flu yeah that one um whenever that one people were getting sick because of wearing uh barriers on their face and breathing in bacteria all the sure. time i'm pretty sure i read that if i didn't i'm making shit up oh, i'm hey, sure whatever. i'm sure you did I've, I've read a couple different studies about about the people getting sick from from wearing masks repeatedly um, and so, uh, yeah, I was very, I was very, um, close to, to Florida when it comes to the policy that came out of stuff. Uh, your, your, uh, governor has signed a law basically stating that there will be no, uh, COVID V word passports. Ours has said that she will use legislative action or executive order to make sure that we don't have those here in Iowa as well. So it's kind of been on par. par. I mean, really that's pretty based. Time. Yeah, it's pretty based. Um, and I came so out in favor. One thing of I, I need, I need to hit this real quick, dude. 
All right. So you said the V word. Let me tell you something for anyone that uses the word the jab or whatever the fuck the left is using now. Just know you're using their fucking bullshit language. Right. You, you are using doublespeak. Right. Fucking stop it. OK. I, I say the V word so they don't demonetize me, dog. Oh, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Because the, the, the only times that I've had a video like not let me monetize is because I said the, the, the V word. So I just say the, yeah. I just say the COVID V word. Everyone knows what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't use the jab shit because we st- we stole that from, from Britain and I don't want to steal anything from Britain. <laughs> like at all. Yeah. You know, like we yep. fought a we war. We fought a war so we don't have to speak their fucking language, okay? So like we're, I'm not using the jab, okay? Cuz that's definitely <laughs> that's stolen right from South London, bud. Like we <laughs> 200 and some odd years ago, we fought a war to make sure we didn't have to say the jab. So I'm just going to say a shot like every other red-blooded American if that's okay with you guys. Um but <laughs> but so so do, would you agree with though that like you guys all the libertarians there should get on board and support Ron DeSantis? All right, man. So what I told him, obviously, if you are working in politics, you know, or especially partisan partisan party politics, you know, that's not a fucking option. Okay. First of all, we're going to get disaffiliated from national for doing such a thing. For sure. Yeah. Secondarily, it's a political party. It's party politics. Get the fuck over it, dude. Um, What we do on our own time and and vote for whoever whoever we vote for or, or support, that's different. Or privately, but as an or- as the party organization, that's not happening ever, and it just goes with party politics. If you're going to, um, if you're a I don't know whatever a pack or something like that, then that's completely different. Or just some other liberty organization, support who you want, dude. Um, DeSantis is a big surprise to me. I didn't think he was going to be. Uh, decent sure i mean he still kind of sucks i don't know i don't understand what some people get get on like in my opinion he's kind of like a mash is like the same way they're still fucking status dude they're not libertarians in my opinion i mean you, i know no one's a real libertarian but whatever i mean it's, i am i i'll 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 carry that moniker <laughs> you got it dude <laughs> no because I, yeah, think, I mean i think pedophiles should get the wood chipper so so i can't be a real a real uh libertarian i don't think all right dude, i gotta ask you though yeah so what if a ped- pedophile is a pedophile but they've never done anything to a child they recognize their mental disability and but they they have this this attraction towards children but they never act on it Woodchip. do they still get the wood chipper or not chipper damn dude that's wild that's a, that's they didn't they never hurt anyone that's a brain that just is never going to be fixed in my opinion unfortunately <laughs> yeah it might not be fixed but if they never act on it eventually, they recognize eventually their, eventually they're going to what do you do Sorry, i don't know man <laughs> maybe they don't got to go feet right. maybe they don't got to go feet first you know what i mean <laughs> so the uh pedos that touch children are get the head first head first no yeah see no no no, no feet no, first no, i'm sorry first. my bad yeah feet first yeah feet first for the the kitty touches I fucked up <laughs> yeah, feet feet first so that they go nice and slow. Um, but yeah, I just I it was it was hard. That was a hard episode for me being sitting on the Libertarian National Committee because I agree I agree with Tho on so much shit. You know what I mean? Like I do. Sure. I mean I mean policy wise, we're we're pretty close. Um, he's obviously an, an assistant editor for Mises, which is like, you know, that's that's like the holy land for me. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it's so, kind of weird that he's like an editor for Mises and yet, uh, you know, 
sucks the dick of the Republican Party. Yeah, and and he makes some good points that the National Republic. He even he'll tell you right now the National Party, the National Republican Party is a clown show. It's fucking bullshit. They're stupid. It is. You know, he says, but the localities are different, and I get that. That's how the Libertarian Party. is. Sure. You know. Okay, but here's the thing, man. Um, I worked for the Republican Liberty Caucus in whatever fucking years it was that uh, like twenty nine, two thousand nine, twenty ten, some shit like that. Whenever um. Marco Rubio got elected sure. during the whole Tea Party shit. I worked with the RLC in Jacksonville. Okay, and you know how fast they fucking bowed their knee uh, to the the you know the old guard of the Republican Party. Oh, sure. I it, and my thought was, dude, if we're gonna lose, and you know not only that lose but bow down to their bullshit, I might as well join the uh, Libertarian Party and at least lose on principle. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's, that was always my argument against the RLC too. Like I like a lot of the people from Republican Liberty Caucus. Like I really do. Justin Mosh was, was pretty good on most things. Thomas Massey. I love Thomas Massey and I like Rand Paul and a lot of shit, but Mm -hmm. they are, they are typically, um, even if they don't bend the knee to the GOP, they, they're like the whipping boys, right? Oh yeah. They're not strong supporters. No, they can't get shit done because The Republicans don't support their message. They don't support liberty anymore. They just haven't. But I mean, okay. At the same time, though, we, I I believe both of us came to the party or to liberty through Ron Paul, right? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, okay. So he didn't get shit done either, right? Right. But he was the biggest voice for liberty. He did more for the Libertarian Party than the Libertarian Party has done. Yeah, no, no doubt. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it, it, nobody has created more. It's funny because that congressman, nobody has created more anarchists than that congressman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, I'd love to just sit in a room with the guy. Yeah. Whether I get to talk to him or not, I would like to be, I would like to talk to him. But I mean, I would like to, being able to sit in the room and hear him speak would be fun. Because uh, I just remember how much energy I just got from giving a fuck about politics hearing that guy talk. Yeah. That guy, that guy, uh, that guy endorsing me last year was probably the highlight of my life next to my, my children and my family. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, it's above the children for sure. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I mean, yeah. don't tell your, I think my daughter your might wife, be watching whatever. this. Right yeah. Yeah. My daughter might be yeah. watching this. Hey, sweetie, trust me. You were more important to me than Ron Paul endorsed me, but it was a big deal. It was up there. It was close. It was close. Um, Hey, when my son watches this, just know if Ron Paul ever endorses me, that's it. Sorry, bud. <laughs> no, it's, I have a funny story with my daughter. Uh, when she was, she went into labor. Uh, she came to my room at like four o'clock in the morning. It's like, you know, my 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 fiance starts shaking me. She's like, hey, 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 your daughter's water broke. You got to take her to the hospital. I'm like, it's like four o'clock in the morning, right? And I'm like, oh, oh, oh you know, run around the house. And then uh, <laughs> I have this, I have this mug that I bought before my daughter had given birth to my granddaughter that says, uh, "Grandpa, the man, the myth, the legend," right? To kind of okay. tro- to kind of troll myself, so I, I walked downstairs and started making coffee because I'm like, well, I, I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go to the the hospital without drinking coffee. It's four o'clock in the morning, right? Seems like fuck it. I'm gonna make some coffee so before I, I get yeah, down I, made there, shit. Of, I made a pot of coffee and I filled up my grandpa mug because I'm like, I'm gonna go to the hospital with my grandpa mug. Like, hey, if I gotta go, I, I just I had just gone through this with my my fiance with our son, so it was like two and a half months later, I'm back at the hospital with another right, and my daughter's like. Okay, Dad, you can come hang out in the room with me, but when I go into labor, like for real, like when I have the baby, I don't want you in here. And okay, like, cool. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, this is well, that's bullshit. You know, who else is gonna be in here for you? <laughs> and so uh, I was like, all right, sweetie, I'm gonna run down to the cafeteria and get some food because she's, you know, going through the 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 contractions, and all this shit. And uh, yeah, and so I come back up from getting food, and the nurse comes up to me and she's like, um, 
uh, Mr. Smith, your daughter is having the baby right now, and she has asked that you stay out of the room. You know, right? And, and I was like, uh, I was like, okay, but I want you to know that that's my underage daughter, and I could go in there if I want. Like, I could go in there. I'm not going to. But I just want you guys to know that I can go in there. And so I tell that story to her now, and she's like, oh, my God, Dad, you're so embarrassing, you know? But it was like, it was like I just wanted them to know that, like, if I wanted to go in there, I could, okay? Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, funny funny stuff, man. So, so hey, man, what's what's next for Davey Parrish? The show, what else you got going on? Uh, man, I don't know. Just, you know, in the um, – I don't really want to go into that a whole lot. But, you know, business owner such a thing, eh, I'm very fucking busy with that. So – I don't want to go into a lot of politics right now, trying to make my life fucking rock. So, you know, sure. But I'm also, uh, I like to podcast way too much. So I'm trying to start another show. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you are, man. Of course. But this one's just going to be me giving my, an anarchist take on law that is being proposed. That's a good, Um, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, it might be fun. So, and you can you can consult with Michael Bolden. I mean, nobody knows more about law than that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can get. I don't know, man. I'm bad at getting trying to get big names to talk to me. So, eh, whatever. Because I don't put effort into it. That's why. Yeah, we gotta grow this. We gotta grow this man's uh, uh, Twitter (laughs) following. That's what it is. He hates Twitter, but he needs a bigger Twitter following. What do you got? Like 180 people followers right now. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta. Those are rookie numbers. Probably not that much. We gotta go bigger, dude. We gotta go bigger. (laughs) You guys gotta fight. You guys gotta follow Davy for Liberty on Twitter. Yeah, you can. I mean, I'll be very sporadic on the times when I actually get on there and post shit. Usually when I'm, uh, you know bored sure. you can't <laughs> or, miss the hat you know, though you'll know who it is yeah you'll, you'll see yeah the hat. you definitely can't miss it so somebody actually um, uh i think it was outlaw barber who uh thanks thanks homie for the uh super chat he gave a super chat he said that you were you always wear that hat to cover up your male pol- uh batter pattern baldness that, oh yeah 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 that's that's definitely yeah, true yeah, yeah. so fuck you dude <laughs> <laughs> but uh whatever um yeah everybody says that like are you bald nah man <laughs> no, no you got hair man I'm going to have hair all my fucking life. It's just going to go gray very soon. Sure. It's already starting, so it's going to be very soon. I think salt and pepper is like in now, though, man. So I think you're good. I think that's like the thing yeah. now. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think it's going to have to be in, dude. Yeah. yeah da- dad <laughs> There's bods, no fucking choice. Dad bods and salt and pepper. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm 38 years old that I'm saying this is in, but, you know, it's in. It's in. I got a beautiful, uh, beautiful woman that way. You know, I don't have the gray yet, though. Yeah. Just a couple, like one or two. Oh. Dude. Com- well, fuck you, dude. <laughs> I'm 30, and I'm definitely getting gray. So. Yeah, I got I got a couple, and I got a couple in the beard, but I, I'm doing pretty well, man. I don't dye this. This is my natural color. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyways, why don't you hey tell tell the people where they can find you at, bud? Oh, all right. So if you really want to find me, um, that the only place I really hang out in is my Discord, and um, uh, you can find my Discord somewhere on Twitter, probably. The um, if you, if, I'm in yeah, there. I'm in there, by the way. You are. If you join, just understand your dick will be measured. <laughs> and if you're a woman, your dick will still be measured. Um, you will be harassed to no fucking end. Women can have dicks and, too. Uh, We're not bigots on this show. And it, honestly, they won't stop harassing you until you say the gamer word. So understand that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm on Twitter, kind of. And I really don't fuck fucking deal with uh facebook anymore where so. can people find your show at davy come on man i that's, don't that's, know like, man you're here to plug Lib- the shows dude oh okay fine all right if you want to listen to the show and get offended and be a little 
can I say pussy on here? Of course, yeah. All right, if you want to be a pussy about it, <laughs> after I say it, right? If you want to be a pussy about it and get offended, uh, Lib Libfriend Sim, I think, is our Twitter, and you can find our show from there somewhere. I don't know. Um, and then driving the bus, we are not. Uh, we haven't posted publicly publicly yet, just on our Patreon feed. And uh, yeah, nice man. That's all I really got to think. Well, hell yeah, dude. I appreciate I appreciate the I appreciate shit out of you. Uh, sounds like we may be in Orlando in in October. I know that's far away, but you know I'm Ooh. I'm always gonna try oh for to- Tom uh, Woods's event. No, for for the uh, the thing we did the GoFundMe about for for oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. The, do you do it the same weekend the Disney trip, dude. It would be cool. Oh, I wonder if we could, I wonder if it's, <laughs> we're gonna be there for like uh, seven days or something. So um, hell yeah, dude. But yeah, man, I'm stoked, and uh, you know I I'll definitely see you next time I'm in Florida, brother. Hell yeah, dude. All right, thanks a lot. Have a good one. Later. Another awesome episode of Break the Cycle in the books. Davey's cool shit. You guys should definitely go follow him. He's one of my favorite dudes in this movement. He's he's really cool. His podcast is hilarious. You're going to laugh. You're going to be offended. There's no doubt about that, so just be ready. Um, but I appreciate you guys checking it out. Definitely check out Lorenzotti.coffee for all your delicious Italian coffee needs delivered directly to your door. Of course, toplobsta.com for all your wonderful graphic needs. Like this great Joe Biden wear the mask shirt and this wonderful custom break the cycle pillow. Part of the couch streams you can bring into your home now and cuddle with uh, a part of the set anytime you want. Um, but definitely check out toplobsta.com. Amazing stuff. Great graphics. Uh, Cool thing, new tier or new perk being added to the Patreon. Uh, from now on, if you become a patron, you will have first dibs at New Top Lobster gear early before anybody else can get it at a very discounted price uh, before it goes to the general population. So definitely check out the Patreon. I'll give you that in a second. But check out toplobster.com first. Uh, you can use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount there and also with Lorenzotti.coffee. Of course, anthemplanning.com. For all your emergency and crisis planning needs, wonderful people, please check them out. Executive producer of the show. Coming up on the show, I'm doing four shows for you guys this week. Four. Tomorrow I'll have Kevin Hobby. He is the uh, uh, Oklahoma State Libertarian Party chairman, uh, hardcore devout anarchist. Says he's a left anarchist, so we're going to uh, find out on my show why that's actually not the truth tomorrow. That's what we're going to do. Um, and then on Thursday, the return, the triumphant return of my good friend Scott Horton. I'm very excited. Uh, we actually had a talk about Waco recently, and it sounds like maybe I was saying things that may not be true. So Scott's going to come on and set the record straight. It's going to be an awesome episode. You're definitely going to want to check that out. And, of course, on Friday we're going to have the man, Adam Kokesh. Uh, That's going to be a cool show. I haven't seen Adam in a long time. Uh, For you guys who don't know, I spent like two weeks on Adam's tour bus um, during my first campaign. It was a wild time. Uh, We're going to talk about those stories, and we're going to talk about a bunch of other stuff too. Um, And then getting way ahead of myself, next week we're going to have Nick Ashley from the Individualist Podcast. Super stoked to have my good friend who actually got all of the audio for this show set up, so I'm super stoked. And, of course, next Wednesday I'm going to have the lady herself, Angela McArdle, who's running for LNC chair for the Mises Caucus uh, on the show. Very excited to have her on. We have a lot to talk about. If you know, I ran for chairman for the last two cycles, um, and I have I have given her my sword. I have given her my endorsement, so I'm very excited to have her on. So, guys, I will see you tomorrow uh, for the show with Kevin Hobby. I hope you guys will stick around. 
Please check out the Patreon if you get a chance. Patreon.com backslash uh, break the cycle JS. Same thing on Subscribestar. Or you can join the YouTube channel now. There's a join button right underneath all of these videos. Um, you can become a member and get some of these cool uh, uh, break the cycle custom badges for your chat if you're a big chatter for the show. Uh, Top Lops is making them. He's also making custom emojis that you guys can use in the show. Um, so pretty cool stuff. Uh, but anyways, I will see you tomorrow night. Till then, don't forget to break the cycle. Due to legal reasons I just have to explain The lyrics of my last song may seem to contain A violent call to action in the version of frame But I just spent it in Minecraft The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5 and the things you do So any violence you commit I am not an excuse Because I just spent it in Minecraft Well Chipper is my friend and he's constantly cold Accusations of incitement getting totally old Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just meant it in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft There's nothing I mean, you know it No product finish gets a close, you call it